Welcome to another good day with Ray. So I'm playing with some new tunes, some new tracks. All right. Don't be mad if that's not the one we use forever. I'm just playing around with some stuff. Okay. Just want to let you know. And today's topic obviously will not be about music the whole time, but I just wanted to address that we have music again and it may not be what we stick with. We will see. All right, so I want to chat about something. I've been doing something lately that I'm not sure you know that I'm doing it. And I'm sorry for not telling you sooner. I'm just scared, okay? I'm nervous. Ever since I started doing it, I'm like, no one cares about this. No one's going to want me to help them do this. Like, it's going to be a total flop, but... Recently, I have started doing organizing services. I have helped a local organizer with her business just to like be her assistant on projects. And I'm kind of starting to book some things here and there for myself. And I really like it. I had no idea that I was so good at helping people organize things. I wouldn't say like all of my stuff is super organized, but what I do practice is minimalism. And when you don't have a lot of things, you don't have to really have a crazy system or need to organize a lot. However, the fact that I do practice minimalism, it has surprisingly made me a pretty good organizer. Who knew? Who knew? And it's because I ask the right questions when it comes to things, whether we should keep them or whether we should store them or whether we need to throw them out. And this seems to be such a point of contention for people talking about throwing away their stuff. But to be honest, How much peace does it bring you when you have a bunch of things in your house that you haven't touched for six months, for a year, for five years? All it's doing is sitting in a corner or in a cabinet and taking up space where you could have something that you actually use often or you use more frequently than once a year, you know? And I'm just as guilty as anyone else. My mom gave me a crock pot that I told myself I was going to start using. And I've had it for damn near like seven, eight months now. I ain't even plugged it in. You know, why do I have this crock pot? Because I keep telling myself I'm going to use the crock pot, right? Like, don't you keep telling yourself that? Like, how many things are in your house that you're like, I'm going to use that one day? Yeah, all right. Well, can we put that on the calendar, ma'am? Or, sir, like, when are we going to use it? Please tell me. How about we put it in a box that says, if I don't use this in three months, throw me away. There's your first tip of the day. I didn't, I don't know that I was, like, really going into this to give you tips. But last week when I was organizing for someone, my sister, I was organizing my sister's house, she was realizing slowly but surely all of the stuff that she has that she doesn't use. 
And this is the part about organizing that I think I'm really going to love. And I don't use that word lightly. I think I'm going to love it. And that is exposing people to the items in their home that are just collecting dust. And if anything, they are not only cluttering their house, but it's cluttering their mind because all they think about is like how much junk is in their house when they could truly probably throw 50% of it away. And I'm not even exaggerating. I wish that I was. We all probably have 50% of our stuff that we could just throw out. I would argue that's pretty true. I would almost argue if you went to your closet right now at the second, you could find you have not worn 50%, if not more than that, in months. And I could be wrong. Y'all know me. Y'all know I never claim to know everything and nor do I want you to ever feel like I come across that way. I'm just suggesting that I think this could be the case. All right. I even saw it last week when I was helping my sister. I feel like we tossed out 30% of the clothes in her closet. We didn't even go into the dresser drawers, okay? I told her, you know, I'm on the clock, ma'am. Like, I'm, my rate isn't, I was trying to help her out, you know, with how much I charge right now. I'm going to be cutting a deal for a while, all right? This podcast is not really to be advertising my services, but hey, if you got a podcast, I'm going to have all of that up very soon, and I will be doing deals for that. If you are interested in doing some home organizing or decluttering, just let me know. I can help you. And I will have a page up and things like that for it later. But today's episode, I wanted to give this blog post that is on theminimalist.com. So they are the people that inspired me to become a minimalist. I love their documentary on Netflix called Minimalism. It was truly like, I call it a spiritual experience, okay? And y'all have probably heard me say on the podcast before, if I ever had a religion... It would be minimalism. And I know that sounds weird because there are no gods involved. (laughs) There is no one to worship. When I say religion, I think of a practice and minimalism is like my practice right now. Anytime I buy something off of Amazon, I really think about it. So in this blog post, it is called questions to ask before purchasing on the minimalist website. And I think this is a good thing to talk about because while I was at my sister's house last week, she asked me, she was like, okay, Raylan, if I was a minimalist, how would a minimalist think? And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the only question that I want people to ask me forever. Okay. Like this is literally the reason I'm put on this earth is to help people live with less stuff, not only just material things, but less stress less worry, less whatever. Okay. My job on earth is to teach people how to live with less. Okay. In all facets. So this question really got me excited and it brought me to, maybe I should talk a little bit more about minimalism on the podcast because I really feel like this practice has brought me peace. So in this blog post that I will link, it has a couple of questions to ask before purchasing things. And I won't read all of them. I'll kind of pick out the ones that I use the most and what I'm like, oh yeah, I tend to ask that. So one of the top questions on this blog post is who am I buying this for? 
Okay, so this question came to mind a couple months ago when I bought two cars. When I sold my Honda and I bought a used vehicle and I leased a vehicle so that I could split basically my car in half because I was using my old car for personal use and work. And then I just split them to where I had a work vehicle and a personal vehicle. And when I did that, I really checked in and I actually didn't tell a lot of people that I bought these cars for a while because I was very clear with myself. I bought them for utility, okay? I bought them because I needed a work car and I needed a personal vehicle so that I could outsource some work to someone else and I could use my personal vehicle because before I had to leave my personal vehicle at the post office so that someone could work my job. So then I had to like rent cars, which I didn't want to do and all these other things. Anyways, but that was a big purchase, you know? And I really also feel like I thought about that before I signed my lease for my apartment. I have a studio apartment and there were options where I could buy a bigger place or I could go to this more expensive place down the road and I was thinking like, oh, these have really great windows and there's a lot of light here and all of these other things. And I really feel like I was thinking about the quality of that apartment over the one that I have right now in terms of like what other people would think about where I was living and how I could take better pictures for other people to look at when I was like, Ray, we're just, we're not there right now, you know? So some of the purchases I've been making since finding minimalism is a lot of times I won't even tell people when I do certain things because I don't want their opinion. I don't want their approval. I'm tired of buying things so that people like say, oh my gosh, that's so nice or congrats. I'm like, why are you congratulating me for buying a car? I'm like 13,000 more dollars in debt than I was before. Why is that a congratulations, you know? So who am I buying this for? If it's sincerely for me and it's for utility and because it brings me joy, I think those are the best reasons to make a purchase. And if it is for something external because society tells us that we need a bigger house or we need a nicer car or we need more clothes because it's fall and it's not spring anymore. You know what I mean? Also vacations. Like, are you taking the vacation for you? Are you taking the vacation so you can take these really nice pictures and photos and things so people think that you're living a life that, I mean, you could genuinely be happy, but are you buying these vacations so that people think you're happy? Or like when I went to Austin, I didn't tell anybody because I truly wanted to go for myself. And that was an interesting experience in and of itself. So anyways, I want to start wrapping up this episode. Who am I buying this for is a really good question to ask when you're purchasing things. And can I afford it? Also a really great question. That's something I've been asking myself lately a lot more with, you know, recent job changes and things like that. And one thing that's not on this list, but I'll link it just in case you want to look at what the minimalists say. But I always ask myself, do I already have this? Okay. I know it might sound like a silly question, but there are a lot of times when I go to the store and I think I need something and I'm like, but do I already have this? Like, do I already have a shirt that looks like this? Or do I already have bowls at home? Or do I already have these groceries I'm about to buy? A lot of times I'll find myself being like, oh, I don't know. 
If the answer is, I don't know if I have this at home, I don't buy it. And you might be like, well, I don't want to go back to the store. Well, I'm just telling you what I do as a minimalist. If my answer is, I don't know if I have this at my house, then I leave the store. I don't buy the thing and I go look for it at my house. And if I don't, in fact, have it at my house, I will go back to the store and get it because what I'm finding also just being an organizer, people have a lot of the same things. Why do they have a lot of the same things? Because they forgot they bought it and it's hidden behind all the other junk. And so they buy more of it and they're like, why do I have three peelers? Well, because everything else is shoved in that drawer, honey. That's what happens. When you have a lot of things that you don't use, you just kind of start piling things on top of each other. Then you forgot that you bought this thing that you actually needed. So then we buy more of it. Okay. So being a minimalist will actually save you time by going to the store and knowing whether you have something or not or, and money. So those are just a couple of things that I wanted to point out. I hope you like this episode. (laughs) Hope you don't feel personally attacked. That's not the point of it, but This is something I actually really love to talk about because I can't even describe to you how much my soul just feels lighter because I don't have as many things as I used to have. And I see everything that I need and I know where everything is and it just, it feels simple. And with that simplicity, I just have a lot more peace. So, all right. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're new here, please subscribe to the podcast, click the fifth star and leave a review. And if you know somebody that could benefit from some decluttering or living with less or just not buying as much stuff, shoot this episode to them. I'm sure they will get very mad about it. Not really. I hope that I talk in such a way that people understand I'm not trying to point the finger. I'm just trying to like offer different ways, you know, things that not a lot of people are saying. All right. So thanks so much for being here and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.